0: This episode of Probably Science is brought to you by Manscaped. For 20% off and free shipping, visit manscaped.com and use the offer code probably. probably science. Hello and welcome to Probably Science. My name is Andy Wood.
1: I'm Matt Kershaw. I'm Jesse Case, going third. Matt, did you
2: forget <laughs> did you forget you were going second? I didn't there. hear the second bit there. I heard Andy say I'll go first and then I just heard like something second, something third and I, I well, it, it was a 50/50 shot.
1: No, it no, absolutely. Yeah. No, it felt very natural aside from me <laughs> Yeah, I think I up, think we really got I, the hang of this after 10 years <laughs> coming up on it. Oh coming up on it. Yeah, I think the next step, right? Yeah. Wow. I just mean,
0: cheated for that, but yeah, it's been a little. It's been two days over ten years. Um, but yeah,
1: well, this we'll can't, celebrate that next week. Yeah. This can't be the ten year anniversary special because we don't have a guest today, which is a bummer. I, you know what's that? What? What are you talking about?
0: We've got a very special guest. Uh, are we? We found one. A, a guest that I was going through a very unique time with two years ago at this very moment, um, working on the Great Debate. It's the Great Ifinawate.
3: Hey, yeah, it's your boy. <laughs> it's been a couple years. How you doing? Good, good. I know. It was wild. I was looking at uh when we last texted each other and I was like, Well, we haven't kept up with each other no. at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Save it for the pod. That's my friendship uh, motto across the board.
3: Oh yeah. Save it all for the podcast. Yeah, how's your how's your Rona been? Oh, you know, it's been good, you know, truly dipped into all the purchases I could, uh, you know, had a small little move. Uh, and uh, now I'm just in VR because I'm trying to get jacked into the metaverse. And-
0: <laughs> oh, man, I just won. I, I I Wait, I just won. I expect you to die last night. Have you played that? No, not yet. How is it? Great. It's one of those escape roomy things, you know, like missed adjacent. Um,
2: oh, is is that? I might, I might get that. I like a an escape room. Very fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: Matt, it's, Matt, you're like very into being like claustrophobia. We've discussed this. I, you're you're like pro enclosed.
2: I am. I am. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. And in, a, right. in by the way, in a completely what do you call it? Like platonic, non non sexual way. Right. Just like just I I like being in enclosed spaces. It makes me feel comforted.
1: Well, I would imagine like an enclosed. Uh, even getting an erection in an enclosed space would would hurt the process of being in an enclosed space more. You know, it just it's makes one it, of the few masks. No, it games. Just, all, all
2: that does so, is it just increases the it, it just decreases the amount of space that you've got left. It just makes it even more enclosed. Wow.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that sounds terrifying.
2: So, uh,
1: guys, talk me through this, uh, Iffy, What is this game? What What is the VR? I, uh, what do you
3: play, Iffy? Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. I have the Quest Two, which is same, the same. newest one, which is great because it doesn't have any wires, so you're just free to roam. Uh, I mean, you do create like a guardian area so you don't run into the wall. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm. I do. I've been playing this game. It's been called. Uh, it's, it's like bullet. Something I... oh I,
2: is it, I think, one? hang on, wait. I think I might have this. Is this the sort of bullet time game where your movement is the same as... No, the, that's super
3: hot. Super I hot. love okay. super hot. that That is phenomenal. But it's this, like, first-person shooter, but you got jet pa- jetpacks. And I was like, this is what VR is all about, is just <laughs> running around. And the user base is primarily 12-year-olds. And right. I remember... <laughs> I had a um, like I had a sore throat, um, and my my voice was very scratchy, and they were a hundred percent convinced I was an old man. So like I just uh, I just leaned into it. I was like, "Oh, you whippersnappers! Yeah, <laughs> you thought you thought you thought you were gonna escape us, old people in VR, but we're here too. We're in the metaverse.
0: It's not Population One. You're talking about right? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you played that one.
3: No, it's it's. Let me see. I'm a, I'm a just like casually opening my Oculus. Uh, so
1: so I don't have any of this stuff, man. Am I way behind the curve? I thought yeah. I had. I thought I had like two years left before I had to get some of those goggles.
3: Well, the thing is, in the past, like I'd say, uh, Andy would be with me on this. Uh, like I'd say, three or four years, VR has gotten affordable. Because before, yeah. the headsets used to be, like, at least a grand, and now you have the the Quest, you can get it for 299 which is, like, as much as you'd pay for, like, it's cheaper than a PS5, actually. Yeah, right, cheaper you know. than a Wii, so, than
0: a, not a Wii, what do you call it? Um, a Switch? The latest Switch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, so you can, like, pop that on your head and be in VR, and, like, uh, speaking of the pandemic, I had a friend who had a birthday in VR chat, and that was really fun, so... With all that, it really it really does make you go, oh, this is kind of fun sometimes yeah. because you can just chill. I could get into that. Now let's and let's I, get I down think, to brass tacks. How's the porn? Oh, it's 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 still like you're looking at a screen. I was that was the first thing I did. I into yeah. the system to jack off. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, it's like still screen, but you do the, the 360 vision is kind of cool. You get the you get immersion.
1: If you get if you get bored, you can look around yeah. the
3: room exactly
2: yeah <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can solve puzzles you can, it's escape yeah. room slash porn like this. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if you're <laughs> if like you in find out LA, what goes into what then you can get out
3: yeah but if you're in LA and want to know what it feels like to be a homeowner you can uh look
1: around <laughs> these well, <laughs> so,
3: probably in the valley mostly but yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
1: yeah so to me that was always the coolest part about like uh POV porn it wasn't even that like I was having sex it was like I just uh, I've got a hot tub this yeah. is incredible, you know? Yeah. This, look at this. <laughs> I'm like, I, mean, I, I wish it wasn't even porn. It was just me in this house. Well, yeah, that's,
0: I used, uh, early days of, I bought mine in like October 2020, and um the ping pong game it's just called 11 cuz you play 11 oh, points. Wow. Some of the ping pong levels are in these beautiful houses like this one Swiss chalet and i would just like sit on the couch and look out the window in the ping pong room and not play ping pong cuz it's <laughs> so much nicer than reality. Um yeah. yeah. I was saying like earlier that i think um as much as there's tons of people who are scared about what the future holds for this i'm like it's probably at least a step sideways if not forward in terms of like pro social behavior because if your if your choice is like uh, getting combative on Twitter or getting like combative with an actual voice-to-voice communication with somebody, the voice thing is going to be closer to like real human interaction, which will mean you'll also, you know, sort of um, temper what would have been an unbridled assault if it was just text-based. Right. So I think there's a version of this wow. that's maybe like a nicer version of so- socializing. I'm cyber you on it. Um, but I'm not scared.
1: We'll I'm not scared of it. I just didn't know if the technology was there yet. It's like, I mean, similar to like back back to the porn thing. I think it's inevitable that all four of us will have sex with a robot. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. cu- you know, curiosity will kill the cat. But when, by the time we have grandkids and stuff, we're going to be, it's going to be like, how, like, our parents used, like, the old MS-DOS, it, you know, it's it's going to be, like, I'm going to have to be explaining, like, man, those early hobots, you know, were horrible. the, the, the You wouldn't believe the robots we had to fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you could hear the servos in their knees and shit. It was horrible. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> yeah, Our grandkids are going to be like, wow, y'all were in the trenches. You know, yeah, ours are basically really... <laughs> human.
0: <laughs> right. That, they're like, why did you guys bury your VR headsets in the woods for each other? I think people, that seems like unnecessary.
1: But. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh my god. Well, gosh. yeah, that's cool. I, I guess I'll buy one of those, uh, Oculus the, or the quest. I think it's
0: a good spend. It's a good spend. Yeah, you know, no 300, 300 bucks. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'll buy one. Sure. And I'm, I'm still curious. I guess this is going to have to wait until the next pandemic, unless the next variant is super, super lockdowny. But, um, you know i think the the virtual comedy shows they weren't great but they're i don't know better than the zoom ones um yeah, oh, yeah there could be something with that we'll see
3: i would love that i especially because you know like reggie watts was showing this like vr dj set he had and i was like that looks fun but then i was like it seems like it'd be fun to be there so i i feel the same way for stand-up we gotta have some stand-up nights yeah. in in vr
0: well, there, yeah, there were some in some of those. I don't know if there is sort of like a um, a victor in the in the space of like hangout rooms in, on there because there's a bunch of different ones that seem like they're vying for um, becoming the main like alt space. And, yeah, um, v- there's a thing called venues that might be like Facebook owned where you can like sort of watch events together with other people. Mm-hmm. There's a few, but until I think until there's one that everyone agrees on. I mean, are are there that.
1: any that that can only happen digitally? Like, they're all where, only digitally. Yeah. Well, no, I know that, but I'm saying like um, where it doesn't emulate reality, like you're you're at a DJ show, but the DJ's like floating above you and shit like that.
0: Yeah, that's all of them because like alt space, you just make from a template or from just like oh, okay. individual elements, you can make your own world and then invite people to it and do things in it or whatever.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. It's Dorky, but it's—I mean, whatever. It's definitely a thing that's not going away. And like, I've had an argument with a friend about this. Who's like, "But I don't want to not be in the real world." It's like it's not one or the other. It's a tool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna use you're gonna use it for things like why would you ever go in person to house hunt until you're down to the last couple houses if you don't have to if you yeah. can do a virtual tour of houses you're looking at like which you will of course be doing. So just yeah, that's things like that. Like, that one be, is like.
2: Yeah, particularly if you don't live in the city or you live in a city like L.A. where yeah. driving is a nightmare. Do you think people had these same arguments when, like, books came out?
1: Yeah,
0: I want to of my own stories. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my own man movies. I don't need that shit. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'll get into it. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm the type of person. The, my only fear of it is not, like, a societal fear. It's just a very personal, will this ruin my life Fear.
0: Oh, I think you won't actually get. It's it's just um, annoying enough. It's not annoying, annoying, but like the slight discomfort of wearing the thing will sort of mm. make you not go yeah. too crazy on it time wise. I think, but I could be
3: wrong. Yeah, yeah. Especially is when you get to some of the more like high action games. You you're like, I need to I need to take this off.
0: Uh, oh yeah, the boxing game. I don't go back to very often because it's so hard i mean it's yeah. so like uh cardiovascularly hard yeah but, do
2: you also i i think i need to if i'm going to if i'm going to play with i cuz i've got the first headset which i'm already annoyed about cuz it costs more than the better one that's out now um but i find if i play it for more than about 20 minutes in any like even the most non motion heavy relaxing look around and barely do it think game might back my neck hurts after about 20 minutes Oh, maybe like do I need to get heavier. like the sort of the know. battery pack that sits on the back and kind of balances it out, or something, or like
0: uh, maybe mm. the maybe the new one's lighter. I don't, I don't feel that. I don't or know. do I just I, need to I do some neck head,
2: exercises, though. and just not be so, could so be feeble?
0: Mm. Yeah, or just to have a big head, so then as a rate, as a proportion, as a percentage of your head's weight, the controller is less.
3: Well, as the resident uh, meathead, I can send you some neck workouts you can do. Uh, <laughs> one do. is just, yeah, yeah, you, you just put a rope on your head and attach it to some rocks and just lift your <laughs> neck while laying <laughs> off your bed. It's great.
0: By the way, have you gotten more swole? over the last oh, two years? Yeah, what, so what's your current swole level, level? Oh, was swolness that?
1: Okay, level. I thought I thought you were making a joke. I, uh, this is the first time Iffy and I have met for the listeners. So are, oh, yeah. you a, are you
3: a swole guy? Oh yeah, I'm a swole. Andy used to wonder why I would wake up so early to just get a lift in before we had to work. But it was so important to me and I was so exhausted. Uh, but yeah, no, I've gotten more swole. I go to this gym called Barbell Brigade okay. uh, and it, uh it's like this dude bart kwan owns it and it, it's not
2: it's not called bart bell brigade
3: no see I, <laughs> I, I, when i see him i'm definitely gonna tell him and, like, and this is, that this is the,
2: the gym barbell brigade not my yeah. piercing studio barbell brigade y- yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah. the gym and
3: would like they were they were like on it they were like the first gym i saw that was like on the COVID protocols they'd like taped off the like power racks so that it was like six feet apart and all that stuff. So I was like, oh, this is the first time I feel safe to go get a lift in. And I've just kind of been with them since and into now. And now I'm back on my grind at the start of the new year because I definitely fell off at the end of last year. I was eating a lot. I was traveling and eating because those are my two favorite things. Mm. Um, Yeah, I went to St. Louis uh, for a fest with uh, my improv group, Had That Toasted Ravioli. It was it was it was it was worth the hype. Uh, Emos not worth the hype at all. Uh, 'all Y'all can keep you. It's St. Louis pizza, and if if you talk to certain people from St. Louis, they're like, "You gotta have emos. You gotta have it's St. Louis pizza, and it is ass." Um, Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. the the <laughs> The best description I think came from my girlfriend, who said it just tastes like a salty Celeste pizza. What's Celeste. Uh, and yeah, yeah. If you know those fro- freezer pizzas, uh, Celeste, that's what it tastes like. Um, what what is? I don't know. Is, is it thin or thick? What's the? It's it's thin. So it's very thin and crispy. And they use this like sp- specific type of cheese, but that type of cheese that I'm talking about is very salty.
1: Nothing, oh. nothing about St. Louis pizza sounds appealing <laughs> no. to me. It's like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's not, yeah. it's not known. Like, I mean, and i I know I'm, I've got to be wrong, but like, I don't think I don't associate St. Louis with like Italians. You know, well, or something. See, that's that's their thing is the toasted ravioli because you know the best
3: place and you know Andy and Matt too. Y'all travel for comedy, you and know, you know I don't I don't know you. I don't know why. Just assume. we all travel for comedy, <laughs> sure. Uh, and like I think the best place I've learned to get any local suggestions is your Uber driver from the airport. Like they're always they're always way too excited about to tell you what yeah. to try, and so. Yeah. When I well, this time I was like, what are the spots to go to? Because I missed toasted ravioli. And he told me about this spot. And apparently it's in this neighborhood that a lot of like Italian folks moved to and like took up like this whole kind of block. And he said the toasted ravioli was so good that people from Italy was flying to to try it. Now, that part I cannot verify. I cannot sure. confirm. <laughs> but that that's what he claims. He was
1: very he was, he was very adamant that it was that good. I've been missing out. I don't, I don't yeah. yeah, I, I got to start talking to the Uber. I don't speak to the help, you know? So I, uh, I, uh, I've been really missing out. But yeah, St. Oh Louis God. pizza.
0: This looks so awful. Weird. Yeah, I just Googled Emo's. And first of all, I didn't realize it's a chain. You're right, yeah, it looks yeah, like a freezer that's, that's me pizza. Me either.
3: Me either. When they said it, they're like, you have to go, you have to go to emo, So I'm Ugh. thinking it was like an old standing. This place is like a Shakey's. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, it looks that's, like, that's a that is the, that it's like a Shakey's. It's like a Shakey's.
0: And it's okay, it's, it's super thin. It looks like Totino's fr- freezer pizza. And then it's <laughs> circular, but it's cut into squares. You have yeah, ungrabbable yeah, yeah. middle pieces that yes. don't have
1: crust attached. Origi- it pro says squares. original
2: slices, though. Uh,
1: yeah, it takes you back to school, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, looks, it looks 100% like a frozen pizza. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a supermarket oven pizza. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I got it. The cheese is Provel. This is the cheese that that makes the pizza, and it's the cheese that they use. Okay. Uh, Now, if you're having a follow-up question of what Provel is, I'm sorry. I don't have the answer to that for you. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what the opposite of a sponsorship is But that's what this episode is For, for, the, for this Look, brand I just that, hope you don't have a huge St. Louis Listener base yeah.
1: Original St. Louis style pizza Is what it, like, yes! I, that means nothing to, That's yeah. like, have you have you had Omaha fajitas? You gotta try those Fucking things sir. Yeah, Unreal. St.
0: Louis pizza, it's mustard based I don't yeah. know how St. Louis does it Okay,
1: it has eggs. You've never I, had I, <laughs> St. Louis. I
3: got, I got you. I got you, you. The lowdown on Provel, So buckle up. Uh, right. Pro Provel is a white processed cheese product, particularly popular in St. Louis cuisine. Mm. That is a combination of cheddar, Swiss, and provolone cheeses. Provel has a lot
2: I was going to say it sounded. T- it, sorry, sorry. Uh, I interrupted you. But. It it it, it sounds it does sound something like Provel Does sound like we le- we legally can't call it provolone. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it definitely sounds like it is a mix. Uh, like like. So I was curious, but yeah, no. Um, it, it is. It's very salty, which you know, all those cheeses separate. I'm a big fan of. Right,
0: maybe not on. I can't you know a cheddar pizza without mozzarella. I don't know how that would work, but.
1: Okay, so I'm the rabbit hole I'm going down. When I when I, when I went on Wikipedia to look up uh, this, it says uh, Emos is known as St. Louis style cuisine, which has its own wiki. So there's St. Louis style pizza, toasted ravioli, but then there's also gooey butter cake. Oh, yeah What is that? What's that about? Us, that was that was the the
3: me being the stupidest person. I started with the punk ass emos and didn't. But I've had the gooey butter cake because you remember when we had the ample ample farms creamery that was in Los Feliz? The um I, I don't know. It, no, it was. It was. It's basic. It was like the new hot ice cream shop, but they had gooey butter cake ice cream, and and it was. Nuts! It is. I I didn't get the gooey butter cake while I was out there, but I've wanted to try it uh, for so long. Huh. I don't remember any gooey butter cake. Yeah, yeah. So if if listeners are heading to St.
0: Louis, we what, what do we recommend? Do gooey we butter cake. Gooey,
3: gooey butter. Gooey okay. butter cake for sure. Toasted to- ravioli for sure. Oh, those, okay. That was yeah. That it was. It's, it's basically like. I was just gonna say it's basically like a toasted ravioli, but it is like like a crispy ravioli with a, with like a nice like normal ravioli exterior, but they'll, they're big pieces of ravioli, okay. and it's so good. It, it like so that one they definitely got a hit on. Emos a big miss for me.
1: Okay. Uh, it says here uh, the delicacy toasted ravioli was stumbled upon when a ravioli from wholesaler Mama Toscano was, was accidentally dropped into the fryer by Chef Fritz in St. Louis. Mickey Garagiola, older brother of MLB Hall of Famer Joe Garagiola, was actually at the bar during the mishap and was the first to taste the accidental treat. Shortly thereafter, the item began appearing on menus across the Hill neighborhood in St. Louis. Hmm. So that, it's not, that toasted, that, it's fried. It's fried ravioli. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: also, that can't be real, right? No. That has to be no, like a, be. A, a whipped up story. Because, but I, I don't know, it's just odd enough to where it might be real,
1: right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. What a weird claim to fame is you're the first person that tried toasted ravioli. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was in yeah, the your brother, your brother is a fucking hall of famer, and you're you're like, yeah, but me, I, uh, I'm pretty cool too, you know, I'm pretty cool. So, <laughs> who's laughing now?
2: Wow. Anyway, we we should probably, we we should probably like at least, at least sort of yeah, shift, yeah. Wend our way vaguely towards science. Sure. Uh, normally. Uh, if we'd like to ask our guests before we get into the stories, what, if anything, is your background in science? And that has ranged from classes you liked or hated as a kid, to blowing stuff up in the woods with your friends, to uh, whatever.
3: Oh, man, this is this is actually great, because I feel like I kind of primed my answer uh, before. I'd say, like, my... If, I, if If I had to say, like, my major... My major... You know, science is bro science. Uh, Been Mm. big into bro science for a long time (laughs) as a meathead. uh, What's what's bro science? Oh, bro science is any type of fitness, nutrition advice you get from (laughs) a bro... Uh, You know, Uh, my my explanation of what keto is When it's like, you know, you're basically body hacking Because, you know, you're starting to give yourself less carbs Your body runs off of carbs But then, you know, your body has to create ketones At uh, Uh some indiscriminate part of your body And then those ketones are used to power your body You know, or it's like, if you do two scoops It's not recommended, but, you know If you you once every month, if you do two scoops of pre-workout You might get the (laughs) extra boost you need to break the plateau
1: That's bro science Okay Two, uh, but isn't two scoops a serving at least with my weird protein blend thing yeah two, uh two scoops tip. is a ser- like a sixty uh, uh sixty grams uh, yeah with the pre
3: workouts that I typically use uh which are definitely the uh barely legal kind it's usually like <laughs> one scoop and don't you dare get any more. In a 24 hour period, wow, you're
1: not responsible for what happens to you. <laughs> See, and mine aren't even pre because I just don't work out after. <laughs> I just I just drink it. I'm like, oh, it's kind of chocolatey, it's nice, you know. Yeah, it's a nice, nice treat. Yeah. I used
0: to. If you do know brands of these things, if I threw out a brand that I used for a little oh, bit yeah. and now uh-huh. I don't, I used to use Hemavex and I think I haven't been able to find it. In a, I haven't used it in at least two years, but is yeah, that yes, is that, that, that sketchy? That, what is
3: that? Yeah, he that that one. I, that if that one was is
0: banned
1: by the UN
3: NutriShop NutriShop had it okay okay I'm getting deep into it I want to hear what you what you were on with the Hemovex it seems like you so here's the thing with with like a lot of like nutrition stuff like workout nutrition stuff is like a place like NutriShop and uh muscle what was it called like muscle muscle It was like Muscle Something. I remember I used to like going there too. And like Vitamin Shop and GNC outside of like um, – outside of – of uh, like – their products—they have the ones that their store makes. Max Muscle—that was the name of it—and I used to love that place because their logo was just a buff dude with like long hair, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the stuff." Um, I didn't even
1: see—I didn't even know it was a chain. I thought it was yeah, St. Louis style protein powder. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the so HemoVex. The, I say all this to say HemoVex was nutrition shops like their pre-workout so that's why you probably have a hard time finding it because you have to go to the Nutra shop to find it Uh, they don't carry it and like the GNC has theirs and Max Muscle has theirs and they're always pushing theirs but just so you what I usually do is I walk in and I go to the meathead and he's pushing his stuff and I was like no 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 no. what's the stuff that the FDA is about to pull in a couple months (laughs) (laughs) Right. what's what's the four loco (laughs) pre-workout And then at that point he goes, "Oh, okay," and he'll point me to a, a specific one. And there's two, and it always and it always is some wild stuff. Um, and yeah, which thing's
0: going to get an Eastern Bloc country banned from the next Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right,
3: right. What what is the thing that has someone's like current? title pending
2: it's just a bottle with a gun on it yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. so it's just got Cyrillic writing on it and it yeah. the, like a, sort of vaguely translates as the power of a goose like well, I don't know what this,
1: <laughs> right yeah
2: what does this ga- mean
1: yeah oh yeah the gas station boner pill equivalent
3: right yes yeah, like there used to be this because uh, all those what usually happens the cycle with a lot of those sketchy Pre workouts is they come out, they're all the rave with the meatheads, and then FDA pulls it, and then they come back with a new formula, which is like not the thing that was in it that was like crazy. So, like the stuff that the last rave was called DMAA, which is uh, dimethyl lamoline, lam-ale- uh, and that was, um, and, and that like it basically like got you focused and jacked up um and 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 you were just able to just like punch pump pump a lot of weight mm-hmm. and then uh the FDA was like no you can't have this in in that and jacked jacked with the three was like the first person to get like hit with that so then they came out with jacked again without it and so no one used it uh but what they're doing the bro scientist is they will just because like i said it's like dimethylamine is they'll like get basically make that like compound but in a different way so that it doesn't read as dimethylamine Right. and so the FDA doesn't block it and then someone at the FDA is like wait this is the same thing again and all the meatheads are like oh okay (laughs) wow
0: so uh, I don't want to spend too long on pre workouts, but in your experience, what's the? Is it mostly just that these things have caffeine, realistically, and some creatine? Like, is that are those, are those so, the so, most proven two things that to do something?
3: Uh, that and you also want the nitric oxide, which you know, uh, you know, of of Viagra fame, because oh. you're trying to get more blood into your muscles as you're working out, so that you're able to kind of just. Push past the plateau, lift more and gain more muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the things like the DMAA, they they give you like this focus where you kind of get this tunnel vision when you're working out and you're kind of just busting through your workout and you're not easily distracted. Um, I mean, that could just be because that might be the caffeine. Like I just
0: looked up HemaVex, and it said warning. 300 milligrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I didn't realize that, but I would always take it. I would put the one scoop in, mix it, and then 10 minutes into my drive to the gym, my face would
3: start vibrating. <laughs> oh, I, that, that might be the beta Lenny. Okay. Uh, because that'll give you the tingles. Uh. Yes. Yeah.
1: What? What do you? What do you guys? I used to just like have a banana or something. Yeah. Oh, he what shit, is this shit?
2: I mean, here I was thinking like Andy's so much healthier than me, and I feel like now with my no gym going, I'm really outdoing him.
0: <laughs> Probably. I don't take it anymore. I just take some like ground up beet beet powder. It's just beets, but I don't even know if that does anything. Um, but he wow. used to do the heme effects. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want it. where, like, if you skip leg day,
2: you'll die. Like,
1: that's the kind of. <laughs>
2: Wow yeah. you have to yeah you have to do a certain amount of exercise to work off the beaks that will grow in your back
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that never you know, everything good comes at a price guys
3: yeah yeah <laughs> and, you know you, you don't look <laughs> like little, the, a little. The, the, the rock without getting a few veins in places <laughs> you didn't know you could get That's veins. True. Wow yeah.
0: by the way, uh, I feel like this story sent in by um, listener Chris just oh Chris Heckard, uh, this might be the opposite of bro science. do you guys want to do this story? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yes yeah I mean,
0: you could say no before i say what it is if you don't like it
1: um no i mean i'm down to do any story unless it has to do with dolphin clits i'm not doing a dolphin clit oh story. <laughs> well
0: this is not this is not up your alley well
1: why what is what's alley going next on? to your alley because uh
0: this is a story specifically about dolphin clitorises which i guess is the plural uh didn't know if it might be Clitori. I think I it's anything? the
2: plural is actually dolphin's clitoris.
0: Okay. No, I'm, 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 I'm into
2: it because... Yeah, yeah, it's like an attorney's yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So,
0: yeah. Actually, Chris sent in two different articles we could pick between about the study of of the clitoris of, of dolphins. Nice so... notifications
1: there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Google <laughs> alerts. Nice Google alerts, buddy. Set them up and forget them up. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're going with the science news. one because the other one was more of an interview. Um, yeah, so it turns out dolphin uh, female dolphins have a clitoris much like humans, and uh, similarities between the species suggest that female dolphins experience sexual pleasure. So yeah, yeah I could have
2: told you that. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Dolphins have active sex lives with frequent dalliances, not just for reproduction. One reason may be that the prominent female dolphin clitoris provides sexual pleasure. A new up-close look at clitoral tissue from common bottlenose dolphins, which are called terciops truncatus, reveals many similarities to the human clitoris. Abundant sensory nerves and spongy tissues in the genitalia of our female flippered friends suggest the dolphin clitoris may be highly sensitive to physical contact. Researchers report January 10th in Current Biology. The findings suggest that the model's dolphin clitoris likely provides pleasure during sex, which adds up since dolphins have sex all the time, says Patricia Brennan, an evolutionary biologist at Mount Holyoke College in South Hadley, Massachusetts. Heterosexual and homosexual sex is common in wild dolphins, including female on female sex. What that looks like is females stimulating each other's clitoris with snouts, flippers, or flukes, Brennan says. Females also masturbate by rubbing rubbing their clitoris against objects on the sea.
1: um, What's a fluke? The flukes.
0: Oh, the fluke. You know what? I didn't even question it because I was like, oh yeah, fluke. And then I think about it. I'm not sure. No, I is would imagine. Is the rear tail? Or is it a fit
1: fin? A fluke? I, you know, I would imagine that if I was a dolphin lady with a big old dolphin clit, <laughs> I would rather enjoy having bubbles uh, shot at it. You know what I mean? you Get a big breath of air, go down underwater, shoot some bubbles at that thing?
0: Sure. I'm not seeing that as the thing they do, but it makes, it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. So pressure. maybe...
1: Yeah, maybe uh maybe dolphin's not as smart as we thought. You
0: know? Oh, and the fluke is the is the rear tail. Yeah, that is the fluke. Yeah. So, well,
1: well we've all done the you know the hot tub jet thing. I'm just saying if you're a dolphin, I would just do that all day. You just again,
0: you could go down, do a bubble, swim above it and let the bubble hit your hit your love button.
1: Well, no, I mean is you you maybe do it with another dolphin. You'd be like, "Hey, go up there, get a big breath of air. <laughs> okay. Get get back down here and just as exhale as hard as you can." You know?
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure there'll be enough pressure. I I,
1: I can't. You see, this, is, this is why we have VR. This is why we have... <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I do know there is like a, I, there's like a kind of meditation VR, like Swim with the Dolphins kind of app. I don't know how... I don't know if there is an after dark version of it. <laughs> like it's once like, you put in your date of birth and prove you're over 21. Yeah. Sure.
3: I mean, I'm sure you can find like a furry... App and get it that way. You know you can work it's your way around, around you.
2: it. The yeah. furry, I, I, I think we have some furry listenership. Does it? Does does furry dumb furry hood extend into the marine world? Today? Oh, I,
0: oh yeah, because they don't. They aren't furry specifically in terms of having
1: fur, but they're, they are. well. Does it just mean mammalian? I mean, dolphins. Mammalian. Dolphins count, right. you know. Well,
0: that must mean do do dolphins have like vestigial like have hair follicles? Just no hair. Like, do all mammals have some kind of hair? Even sea life mammals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's, yeah. I'm sure I could just Google this. Um, so, oh, the, go the, it's, so the, like female reproductive anatomy, generally, the, um, the dolphin bean, uh, it, it's... Uh, hold on. Many species, not just dolphins, is poorly studied in contrast to male genitalia. The first rigorous study of clitoral anatomy in humans wasn't published until 1998.
0: It was very rigorous.
1: Yeah. Um, during Brennan's recent research on dolphin vaginal anatomy, the large size of the common bottlenose dolphin clitoris aroused her curiosity. That's some good writing. Uh, the, the positive of prior research prompted Brennan and colleagues to examine the organ and look under the hood, <laughs> including under the wrinkled clitoral hood.
0: Was that was not, it was not uh, editorialization. that was in No, the
1: it was really there. It was look under the hood. Uh, well, wow. Uh, including under the wrinkled clitoral hood. A bit insulting. Uh, it's an area of <laughs> enlarged area of enlarged erectile tissue near the vaginal entrance where contact and penile stimulation during copulation is likely. Excising the clitorises from dolphin specimens that died of natural causes. Brennan's team found that the dolphin clitoral body is supplied by abundant large nerves at the skin surface. So just like humans, she says, these are areas of high sensitivity. CT scans and dissection also revealed many structural features similar to the human clit. (laughs) It's it's funnier to say, okay. Uh, Though differing in shape and with more spongy tissues. Like in humans, the dolphin clitoris has erectile bodies with dense layers of connective tissue comprised of collagen and elastin fiber that maintains structural integrity under pressure. The team also found genital corpuscles. Corpuscles? Those are encapsulated sensory nerve endings called corpuscles of pleasure in humans. Mm. Uh, And the shape, the shape of these clits is different between young and adult dolphins, the researchers report. Juvenile females have a C-shaped clitoris, whereas it is larger and S-shaped in reproductively mature females. And the bendy shapes, says Brennan, or Brennan predicts, represent a relaxed rather than engorged state. When that tissue fills up with blood, it's gonna straighten right up, she says. (laughs) Jesus. What a story. Yeah.
3: I I just want to know like how like you're 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 sitting there as a as a scientist mm-hmm. and and you're just able to take this on with a straight face, excited at the wonders and discoveries that you're making.
1: No, I think they're laughing the whole time. They've got, to <laughs> They've got to, I mean they they know they're doing important work and they're scientists and stuff, but it's still it's like I mean, you are gonna of the day. yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, like when you are going out and getting a drink after your shift dissecting dolphin clits, you are gonna have a bit of a giggle.
0: You are yeah. definitely excited to tell somebody at the bar about what you've been working on today.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I would like the next study to be if the male dolphins can find it. Uh, right. Would like to yeah. <laughs> if, if they are they better at humans? That that's a fun study.
0: Yeah, well, the, uh, the other article that. Um, I don't think it mentions it in this one, but the one that was more um, an interview with one of these researchers also talked about all of the varying sexual practices of dolphins. Like the males have a lot of homosexual sex. They'll have anal sex. They'll insert their penises into each other's blowholes, which is what you would assume if you're the horniest dolphin. But I never actually thought about it or. uh, Yeah, they do that.
3: Yeah, I mean I, that makes sense to me because you know, we we as humans eat ass. So I imagine <laughs> if we had blowholes, I'd be sticking my tongue in that, seeing what that's talking about. You know, I'd be like, z- well, z- well <laughs> any, yeah,
1: any any hole is you're gonna try. I mean, if someone's gonna try something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if any bonus hole, you know. Um, hmm.
2: Well, very hey, very uh, interesting. Thank you, um, Chris, for the article. Hey, just what. Well, just what we're talking about the <laughs> hairlessness of uh of of dolphins and their uh you know, I don't know if dolphins ever have issues with with some unwanted hair oh that, you know
0: what that's a very good question well you you know, I, maybe I,
2: maybe they feel but maybe they feel making them less uh aerodynamic aquadynamic hmm maybe mm-hmm. their movement through the water is not what they wish it to be maybe they well, want a different look for for twenty twenty two as far I as if I there know, there's they
1: could do about that. As far as I know, there's no companies that handle this sort of thing, so it's it's
2: too bad. Well, well Jesse, Jesse that, that's what I was thinking, and then and then I just suddenly remembered out of nowhere that we do have a, a, a new sponsor for 2022. Do we now? Uh, What's going on? Yeah, it's Manscaped. Jesse, remember? Re- do, do you not remember when um when Manscaped sent sent you those things that you enjoyed using? Remember? Are,
1: are you talking about the performance package 4.0 with the signature lawnmower? That was the one, yeah. The mm-hmm. the the, the Lomo 4.0. You're talking about with waterproof. the advanced skin-safe technology.
2: Yeah, yeah, to to avoid nicks and cuts, and has has a light on it so you can really see what you're doing there. It's, it's it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Wow, it's got everything. It's got everything for your for your new grooming routine that you might try in 2022, whether you're human or dolphin. Here's the I, deal, guys. Yeah, you're you're
1: out there. Listen, it is a new year. As, as this pandemic becomes endemic, you're going to want to get out there. You're going to want to get out and about. And you don't want to reemerge into society without having clean and shiny balls. Okay? <laughs> so our sponsors at Manca- uh, Manscaped, they're here to save your balls this year. And uh, make that ball drop into 2022, huh? <laughs>
2: With the, the cleanest and sexiest balls yet. Um, now this, make him
1: squeak like a dolphin, right? This, that is, this, I, w-
2: I was looking at some of the old New Year's Eve celebrations from like the 70s and 80s, and that was a hairy ball drop that they used to have back then. Absolutely. And we, we can't do that. We're going to go into the future together, guys. Um, you know,
1: any grooming routine, you're going you're gonna to want this stuff. You're going to want the lawnmower, all right? You're, you're going to want the crop preserver and the crop reviver. Well, You're gonna
2: wash the,
1: the body wash that I use all the time. It's great. It's it it the is body very good. Is I, was, g- I really like that.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, like, groom, like hair removal products aside, uh, they they're uh they're cosmetic line as well. They're great, great smelling, great feeling. Their body wash I've been using as well. is It's it's got aloe vera in it and sea salt to keep mm-hmm. your skin feeling clean, nice, moisturized, and and as close to a fragrance dolphin as you would care for it to be. Mm-hmm. It's also a nice package too. I mean, if you get this package,
1: they throw in. Uh, I mean, it makes your package nice. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> they throw in the, the shed. That's their travel bag, a- and some anti chafing uh, boxer briefs.
2: Um, and those are fantastic. They send us all to us, and we we can't thank you enough. I gotta uh, say, like I will say one one bit of criticism. It only prevents like chafing around the areas that the boxes cover. Like if you come is... off a motorbike at speed. Uh, It's not going to help, like you know, your arm or your back or anything. But sure. So so let's not get carried away about this product. But yeah, it does. It does do a good job in all the places that it is supposed to prevent chafing. And we have a deal. We have a hookup. I know a bunch of you use them. uh, Use our deal just before Christmas and New Year for some Christmas prezzies and a New Year gift to yourself or to others. But you can get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code probably at manscaped.com. That is, once again, 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code PROBABLY. We thank you, but more importantly, your balls will thank you. Mm -hmm. It is New Year, Mm -hmm. no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. Good ad read, guys. It's It's, going to be a great
0: great year, I can tell.
2: Yeah, very crisp.
1: Very crisp. Um, So anyway, these dolphin clits... They.
0: If any sponsor won't care about what surrounds their story, it's got to be.
2: Manscaped. It's got to be Manscaped. Right. Right. I, I'm right. going to say not only don't care, but actively encourage. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel, I feel like we chose the exact right moment to drop that ad in there. Yeah. Well, it's good. To, I mean,
1: it's good to know though about these dolphin clits. You know, it's interesting
0: to think about. Yeah, just any any animals that start to behave closer to humans just uh, it raises interesting questions.
1: Well, you know? no. Well, for instance, I found a clip one time in a can of tuna that claimed it was dolphin free. <laughs> now, obviously, now I know. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so silly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like, remember, remember uh, when we were in school and like every, um, I, I like that this person took my marine biology to its logical conclusion. You know?
0: Wait, how so? What's that?
1: Well, remember, like, around fifth grade when, um, like, every everyone you knew wanted to be a marine biologist? Because it's fun to oh, say. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. You know? And I feel like they actually, they went for it. And I'm proud. I'm proud of this researcher. Um, I think that's great. You know?
3: Definitely. Yeah, there was probably some... <laughs> there was probably some bully who was like, oh, you want to be a marine biologist because you want to look at dolphin pussies. And, like, <laughs> now... Now they uh, they they think about that bully, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nope. On this day,
2: that is like, that, like that's their sudden like Eureka moment, like that bully, and they just leave with the bottom. That stupid bully in the <laughs> hang on a second. I Did really he just want say to uh Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> this is one of those like uh, this is for sure one of those articles where I really wanted I really wanted to be at the funding pitch. Like I would I just want to see the funding pitch of like listen. Guys, we need to know this, okay? We need $5 million. We have to get a submarine. We have to know this. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Shark Tank is, it was a, a COVID find for me also. What a, what a show. I don't know why I didn't watch it sooner.
1: Incredible show. Incre- I mean, not, not in a good way. It's just incredible. You
0: know, oh, I love it. It makes me think I, every, every time I have a little bender and binge a bunch of them, I'm like, oh, wait. I, I must have an idea. I'm sure I have an idea. And then I Google whatever I think I have, and I'm like, oh, no, it's probably not going to.
1: Well, our, Andy, I remember when you and I, when we were living together, we both thought that we had thought of the toilet pedal. To- toilet pedal? Why do we not all have toilet pedals? Why yeah, do we yeah, ever yeah. touch our toilets and then, with our hands? And then it, it's stupid. It, you're like this. Yeah. I got this idea, and I'm like, no, that's, I thought of that. Surely you've been reading my diary. And then we both googled it, and it's like fifty million people have thought but of the toilet pedal.
0: <laughs> None of them must work well, or else we'd all have pedals, and we would never touch our toilet seats again. I know. But,
3: I know. How how are we touching our toilet seats all the time? Well, it's it big handles. No big it's, handles trying to stop, uh, <laughs> stop the toilet pedal push.
0: No, not not it's the handle. It. I'm saying putting the seat up and down with your hands. Why do we have to do that? That's insane. Oh. And also, if you've
2: got a toilet pedal that's, like, if it's responsive enough, then you can, like, keep moving it up and down while while you're peeing, and then, like, kind of do the voice. I mean, like, like <laughs> feed, feed piss. Nummy you, nummy nummy you, nummy. Nummy. you know? <laughs> yeah. just, like, like a, like a pee pee-wee, pee-wee's, uh, playhouse. Feed me of, piss. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I think we have your Shark Tank pitch now.
2: You know, it just encourages you to keep going. If you're feeling, like, a little bit of, uh... <laughs> you know you need a bit of a motivation halfway through you got a bit of a self esteem drop you're like oh, i don't know if i go get, get all the way through this p so speaking uh, you're like, sp- speaking of shark
1: tank and taking a scary piss i bought something off shark tank which is like the this toilet light thing that it like lights up the rim of your toilet seat okay um, and it's so you don't have to uh, turn on, flip on the light and kind of wake yourself up in the middle of the night. You're going midnight in there to piss. Pee, yeah. yeah, a little midnight pee and it's, it's right there and you aim at it. And it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I, I like the first night I installed it, I completely forgot I had it. I, I'm going into my bathroom because I realized I never turn the light on anyway. I just go pee in the dark and figure it out in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it's a nightmare. Absolute nightmare, guys. Anyway,
0: well, speaking f- of fluids, yep, Matt's got a story for
2: us here. There it is, ooh,
0: <laughs> from a site that we. Someday we will figure out what these initials. It's yeah. I- this f- is this is a story L- that
2: Justin Brawl sent in from the IFL uh, Science. Science. page. I do-
3: listeners, do,
2: do you all really out. not
3: know what what that means?
0: It, it, no. There's
2: no way to know. We it's, it, it's impossible unknowable. to tell. <laughs>
0: Ify, I, you, your guess is as good as ours. We, we human humans will never know what this. Wait, does the I
2: F stand like.
3: for Ify? <laughs> no, no, I I tried to buy it back in the day, uh, but no, I I didn't. Uh, I fucking love science.
2: Wait, well, so do I. But like, I wish oh, yeah, I, knew but, but, I knew what this website stands for. Thank you. That was the right
0: way
3: to respond to that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I remember. It's crazy to see that they have their own website because I remember when they were just a lowly Facebook page.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I thought you were gonna. I to you were gonna days. say like. I mean, that's also a website, though. I I thought you were gonna say. I remember when they were just a food truck, you know, or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> these guys get. Yeah, their I remember start. when they were a food truck. <laughs> They're a scrappy young young food truck,
3: just trying to get by.
2: Yep. Um, By the way, there is a story in the sidebar to this story that says uh, the title's uh, Where Does Sperm Go After Vasectomy? And I'm wondering if they've discovered the location and uh, (laughs) just like this this cave somewhere that's just full of it.
1: You know what's... uh, That's a very good question, though. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, we're going to... So we're going to be doing... uh, We're we're about to talk about the story. But you know what I've been thinking about is how the amount of, like, crazy, demonstrably false and very easily provable false conspiracy theories are out there, like um, that people believe and, and stuff like, I mean, there's like flat earthers and people actually believe it Brilliant. and stuff like that. Um, it's weird to me that there are less conspiracy theories about like inside of our bodies, you like know, things yeah. that
0: have already been put there or things that.
1: No, are- no, I just mean like groups of people that just don't believe in the spleen. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Because it's like, what are you going to do? It's you could prove the world is round just as easily But they just refuse to look at any evidence, and you know whatever. So it's just weird to me how like I I was thinking about how uh, you know just how like when when you used to think like pee was stored in the balls, you know when you're like a (laughs) toddler. And I was thinking,
2: are there people? Why aren't there adults that still believe it? Yeah, it's crazy, crazy that we used to think that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's actually you have to be a real idiot to think that's the case until until, it's.
0: I know you're kidding, but like any number of like non-traditional medicines are based on, or just all of our lore about the heart as a metaphor or not metaphor for things besides pumping blood, you know, there's t- yeah. t- t- tons of that shit. There's tons of magical thinking about the body that is in defiance of science. So like,
1: this, this is crazy. I know you guys are still in this article, but I just clicked where on the, where does sperm go after the vasectomy and it's yeah. St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> it's Unreal unreal <laughs> um it's it, it is it's a little salty
2: <laughs>
1: <What? We're... laughs> oh man um
2: yeah so that it turns out that's provel cheese um so this, ice can, ice can change how water boils sure uh, which uh, dis- the discovery could have implications uh, towards stopping nuclear meltdowns, according to this article. Oh. So if you put ice on a hot metal plate, you very quickly don't have any ice anymore. Mm. Damn. That- All right, well, there goes my plan yeah. of ha- where to store my ice. However, scientists have discovered that before it disappears, the ice makes some unexpected things occur at the boundary where hot and cold meet. The discovery could lead to better ways to temper metals and, should the worst occur, prevent a nuclear accident. So sprinkle water droplets on an object far above water's boiling point, and rather than quickly turning to vapor, they will dance around for a while, skating frictionless over the surface. So I've seen that. I've seen. Isn't that yeah, like a, a thing? You also look like that. Yeah, and it, it's you. Um. Uh, it, I'm trying to think. Remember what cooking things you use that? Like the, there's a certain to test if the pan is hot enough for certain things. but I can't remember what it is now, so that's of no use. But anyway, that's the the Leidenfrost effect is. um You'll also see it if you if you drop uh, liquid nitrogen on room temperature surface because that's the same as basically dropping water on an incredibly hot frying pan, um, or screeching hydrogels, and arguably it says in in parentheses, firewalkers strolling across hot coals without coming to ha- harm.
0: Oh, I haven't heard that theory that that's how. No, it works. I
2: hadn't. I thought, I thought that was just the non conductivity of the, of the substance and the fact that you're not Short standing on it duration. for very long in any. well i thought it's because they're on ketamine and shit like (laughs) i mean it's (laughs) it's the meditation that they do first that renders them impervious to pain (laughs) right uh so so virginia tech's dr jonathan Borieco and then undergrad student daniel casimano were curious about leidenfrost's frosty limits such as a solid block of ice replacing liquid water in the journal physical review fluids they report findings that could be useful as well as surprising so when the liquid in contact with the hot surface boils with vapor trapped beneath, the Leidenfrost effect is created, insulating the rest of the droplets, since gas conducts heat far more poorly than liquid. Okay, yeah, so that's what, happened. what the, the Leidenfrost effect is. You drop you drop like a water droplet on a hot pan, mm-hmm. and the very first thing that happens is the very first bit of water that hits the pan vaporizes but then that creates like a little cushion of vapor in between the pan and the rest of the water, and that cushion of vapor is a gas which is a worse conductor of heat than the liquid, so it sort of keeps it from instantly liquidizing for a while, and that's why it kind of skates around for a bit. Right. So, so counterintuitively, it makes water drops last much longer on a very hot metal plate than an only slightly above boiling point metal plate where the effect is yet to kick in. So, like, a 100... Uh, like 110 degrees c plate that's like 220 fahrenheit um is gonna actually destroy a water droplet slower oh sorry quicker rather than one that is 50 degrees hotter or 100 degrees hotter um so there are there are so many papers out there about levitating liquid says uh that we wanted to ask the question about levitating ice it started off as a curiosity project. What drove our research was the question of whether or not it was possible to have a three-phase Leidenfrost effect with solid liquid and vapor. Kusimano uh, filmed the, the melting of an ice cube on 150 degrees Celsius, that's 302 Fahrenheit, uh, aluminium plate using slow-motion cameras. Finally it does not levitate as a water drop does, but instead it melts as the water swiftly boils. When Kusumano continued raising the temperature, however, he found that even ice experienced a Leidenfrost effect. The temperature just has to be a lot higher, so for the aluminium, the temperature is around five hundred and fifty Celsius, which is over a thousand Fahrenheit, were required. Although this will vary slightly depending on the metal. This is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool
1: video. Good.
2: No, I was just saying that video under it is is pretty
1: cool too.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised this isn't the thing when they were like someone should do this I'm like someone hadn't done this you can do most of this experiment at home I guess you can't get to the thousand degree Fahrenheit part but um
2: I don't know you you can probably get pretty close how like if you had like a I don't know if you had like a sort of one of the like a really strong uh burner like one of those ones that like re- fancy rangers have or like a wok burner they I don't know how much they, right how hot Maybe. does that get or if you're around iffy when he takes his shirt off sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so the yeah does that get that hot how, how hot does does natural gas burn at
0: i'm just gonna guess it doesn't top a thousand but i don't know that's just into that's just like a hunch the fact that you know your oven isn't gonna get over what's what's a conventional oven a conventional oven can't even get to like 500 fahrenheit right
1: I think it stops at around 500 Fahrenheit. And then
0: yeah. like a brick oven pizza place. There's a place called 800 Degrees. It's a chain, so I'm assuming they can get their brick oven to 800 yeah, degrees.
2: That's a LA style pizza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it... Natural gas burner gets hotter than that. Because oh. It... Yeah, so it can get up. Uh, yeah, it can get into the thousands of Celsius.
3: All right. So wow. Okay. Wait, thousands whether... in Celsius?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. your stove could yeah, just, that's... if
0: you crank it, you're saying
2: that... I don't know how that then works with heat transfer to metal, but I would have thought right. if, you, if you just had it straight under a, a, a piece of metal, just directly heating it with nothing on it, like nothing that would vaporize, nothing that would take heat away by evaporation or anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we should tell the listeners not to try this at home, though. I
0: guess, except if it's just a pan, you don't care about ruining... Or would you even ruin it if you just leave a pan on for too long? I guess maybe. Yeah, you would. Coatings would come off eventually. I,
1: I just think, in general, telling people to put some shit at a thousand Fahrenheit isn't good. <laughs> just as general advice, you know. I guess. Okay. It's water. I don't know. Yeah, keep maybe put, put goggles on. Um, <laughs> just in case. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just feel like I feel like don't do it. There's a video. There's a video right here. You can see. see okay, it watch
0: the video. Don't do it. Fine. 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 <laughs> Hmm. Um,
1: metal, uh, metal tools become brittle if cooled too quickly after shaping. So, also, uh, by
2: the way, I, I should also say, like, definitely, I mean, don't do this anyway, but definitely don't do it with a nonstick pan because Teflon fumes over a certain temperature start giving off toxic. okay. Like, you can kill pets. And,
1: um,
2: okay, bad idea. Yeah, do it with a stick pan.
1: It's, we- it's weird. The, uh, yeah, so they say swift quenching has been a challenge since the Iron Age. For millennia, people have created legends around swords stronger than ordinary steel. Ice, uh, ice baths might be the secret to making them real. Um, do you guys
0: watch? Do you guys watch Forged in Fire? Is that the one? Is this the sword competition? Yeah, and then the judges will like cut up a pig carcass and go like, "It will kill. It will cut." Like they have these different <laughs> catchphrases that are just three words like that.
2: <laughs> um, I think I've seen a few episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so. It's pretty great. Yeah. So they don't uh, have to like fight to the death with their swords to see who is the who's made the best one?
0: No, but a dude who's definitely like spent a lifetime LARPing gets to like attack a pig as if it's his, as if it's insulted his family's honor with this <laughs> sword. But, but yeah, they quench they have the quenching part of the of the forging, which, you know, I think that can that can break some, some yeah. steel if done incorrectly.
1: And I've seen another show that uh is not a competition show, it's just one guy. And it's kind of like, you know, one of those Cake master shows sure, yeah. or like there's the one where the guy builds aquariums. I've seen that one where a guy just builds crazy aquariums. But uh this one it's just a crazy sword guy. I think it's called Big Swords. And it's uh <laughs> I've seen that the was tre- a long meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's ridiculous. I've seen the treehouse guy. You guys seen the treehouse guy? No. No. It's a guy that builds
2: crazy tree houses. It's like him and his family, no. but it's um Yeah, it's insane. I think you can only see the treehouse guy if he wants to be seen.
0: (laughs) Ify, do you have any
3: reality competition go-to's? Uh, you know, I think I'm 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 with everyone on the 90 day fiance train.
1: Yeah, you gotta be, gotta be. Yeah, now, yeah. do you do the the offshoots as well? Are you doing before the 90 oh, days? You
3: oh, know? oh, dude, that's the that's the one to go to to see these weirdos go to a country they've never been to before and be freaked out. That's that's the gold
1: right there. Have you been watching the single life? You keeping up with that, uh, Big no. Ed? No, is he? Oh, well, I. Ha- <laughs> Can you I guys just to. for a for a complete layperson
0: person who is aware of a guy with no neck, that's all I know about the show. Can you just fill me in on this? Is that the guy you're talking about? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't know anything about him it. except he has no neck. So what's He, tre- yeah, yeah.
1: he treats his hair with mayonnaise. Okay. Well, is he a, is he a person pursuing or being pursued? What's the or Oh both. I mean the guy it that's how that's the dilemma of Ninety Day Fiance is that you start out as this weird sort of sideshow that they're filming and hoping for a hoping for weirdness. Right. Everyone starts out like the way they find contestants to be on the show is they literally they just call immigration lawyers and they say, oh. you, do you have anyone that is do you think has personality disorder that would like to be on the show? <laughs> and then certain people do it. But then after that, because you've been on the show, people, certain other insane people pursue you. Okay, because you've been on you're the show. Famous. Okay. Now you're famous, but you know to who? You know what I mean?
0: And so he's famous for looking like if someone punched Chris D'elia on top of his head, and uh,
1: yeah, if someone took a mallet to D'elia, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that guy's like he like crushes it now.
0: <laughs> Wait, so he was a weirdo who wanted a green card, or wanted a wife, or wanted
1: a, wanted a wife, and it's it's always very. Um, it's a common theme on the show is where there's a guy that's like in his fifties and it's always someone from the Philippines. Who's like 19 that just wants to escape a dictatorship. Right. Yeah. And it's predatory and insane. Uh, And then big Ed sucks enough where she left. Right. Uh, And uh, so now he's on one of the follow-up shows called the single life where it's people whose relationship, people that have been on 90 day fiance, their relationships have fallen apart. And they're trying to date again. And The Single Life is the biggest shit show of all of them. I but love
0: it. they're all living in a world where now they're famous from this show.
1: Yeah, the, people know who they are and stuff.
0: Right, yeah. Um, I've pretty, watched Marrying Millions. Uh, marrying Millions is a little similar, but that's my only...
1: Yeah, this is more like a Marrying Hundreds right. situation.
0: <laughs> marrying Green Card.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, it's a great show. It's like, it's perfect. It's everything I love. You know,
0: I will. I will check it out. Oh, I finally also <laughs> caught up with the McGruber show. As good as you'd expect. It's it's great.
1: I haven't seen it. I did. Uh, I did Yellow Jackets. Um, I did this Sunday, uh, Saturday Morning All-Stars. I watched that. Loved it. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So, so amazing. So amazing. Well, you guys, we have if we have time for one more story, there's, uh, Let's do there's it. a story about China building an artificial moon that I kind of like.
2: Because when I get into that, all right, sure. I think we did, but but by the way, oh, ice, did we, we, do we never actually sorry. finished that story. We were already doing. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry the, about the nuclear I, meltdowns.
2: Yeah, so so this is the, um, the, so this is where we get into the nuclear. So here's what's different about with ice. So, where the water touches the plate, its temperature is held at 100 degrees C. Anything hotter boils. Whereas in contact with the ice, it must be closer to zero degrees C. The temperature differential uh, in the ice is uniquely creating across the water layer has changed what happens in the water itself, says Borieco. Most of the heat from the hot plate has to go across the water to maintain the extreme differential, so a tiny fraction of the energy can be used to produce vapour anymore. The tiny amount of vapour can't form a cushioning layer. Ironically, because boiling is initially slowed, the ice melts faster, leading to increased boiling. So only at extreme temperatures does the heat enter the water fast Mm. enough to boil it rather than transferring upwards. So the finding could add an extra twist to those who use the Leidenfrost effect in physics demonstrations, but also has practical implications, because the Leidenfrost effect interferes with the efforts to cool nuclear reactors after disasters like Fukushima, and ice coolants might circumvent that.
0: Hmm. Okay. S- so, cooling with ice is better than cooling with water is the big find of this?
2: Yeah, but specifically, <laughs> yeah, adding, I- I- yeah. adding like adding some ice cubes in there, I think will prevent the Leidenfrost effect from happening, which will rapidly increase the cooling.
1: Right. Right. Very but interesting. Don't try this at home
0: as, don't. We, as we say.
1: No, levitating ice is crazy. I I you know, I mean that would inspire some a bunch of experiments. If there you guys ever think if there was a levitating frog, people would do anything about it? Wait, we did the levitating
0: frog, didn't we? Did you find another story about that?
1: No, that's, that's how this China story started.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: Yes. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. The, the researchers, they say their experiment was inspired by a levitating frog.
0: Oh, yeah. We did that story a couple of years ago.
1: There it is. Yeah. Um, Chinese scientists have built an artificial moon research facility that will enable them to simulate low gravity environments using magnetism. Mm. The facility, uh, so this isn't like a Death Star story, you know. Damn it. I know. Um, The facility, it's slated for official launch this year, will use powerful magnetic fields inside a two-foot diameter vacuum chamber to make gravity, uh, quote, disappear, end quote. Mm -hmm. The scientists were inspired by an early experiment that used magnets to levitate a frog. Lu Raoulin, um, a geotechnical engineer at the China University of Mining and Technology, Uh, Told the South China Morning Post that the chamber, which will be filled with rocks and dust to imitate the lunar surface, is the first of its kind in the world and that it could maintain such low gravity conditions for as long as you want. They they plan to use the facility to test technology in prolonged low gravity environments before it's sent to the moon, where gravity is just one-sixth of its strength on Earth. This will allow them to iron out any costly technical kinks as well as test whether certain structures will survive on the moon's surface and assess the viability of a human settlement there. Some experiments, such as an impact test, need just a few seconds in the simulator, but others, such as creep testing, can take several several days. Um, uh, A creep test measures how much material will deform under a constant temperature and stress. It's not, you know, just how jizzy is that guy's hoodie or something. Um... Very interesting. Yeah. Now, I don't understand the size of it here, because it sounds pretty—hold on, a two-foot diameter vacuum chamber? Yeah, that's not the smallest. Sure, so, but is that big enough for a—
0: What What's the kind of weight that they can make—levitate uh, uh, with this magnetic field? Um... I well, I think, I the, think they're just
1: trying to reduce the gravity to one-sixth of our gravity. Um, it comes from an effect called the diamagnetic, uh, diamagnetic levitation. Uh, its atoms are made up of atomic nuclei and tiny electrons that orbit them in little loops sure. of current, as we all know. Duh. And these moving currents, in turn, induce tiny magnetic fields. Okay. Now, usually, the randomly oriented magnetic fields of all the atoms in an object... Um, whether they belong to a drop of water or a frog, they cancel out, right? Little phase cancellation. Sure. There's no material-wide magnetism manifests. But apply an external magnetic field to these atoms, and shit hits the fan, brah. Um <laughs> The electrons will modify their motion, producing their own magnetic field to oppose the applied field. And if the external magnet's strong enough, the force of repulsion between it and the field of the atoms will grow powerful enough to overcome gravity and levitate an object whether it's an advanced piece of lunar tech or a confused amphibian. so even,
0: even if the object is not... I mean, obviously, it's not like a huge shock that a magnet could do this with, like, a hunk of uh, ferrous, you
1: know, or... Sure, sure. No, I think this is just for uh, for any... Uh, man, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand any no, of this No, I, 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 I don't get I don't, it either. I don't so know apply, how this works at all.
0: This sort of uh, implies that, like, anything can be... Um, Magnetically attracted or repulsed, not just things we traditionally think of as doing that. Is uh,
1: well, yeah. I think that I was the deal with the frog. I mean, they won yeah, a Nobel Prize yeah. for it.
0: I know, it, what... I just don't get it.
1: I don't get
2: it. Yeah,
0: Matt, do you get it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i
0: oh, good. Oh, explain it. No, I, I get it
2: though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't get. You know, it's it'd be how long have you got? You know? Sure.
0: Right exactly, yeah. <laughs> you see the article you get it, yeah, yeah, okay, so how much does this well, thing? you cost? know, we'll put
2: links oh. to that as to the story as we do always <laughs> in the show notes, so you can you can you can, you it can read it and get it as well as I do. hey, now, what if you wanted to get some info on our guest today Iffy? uh
1: how how could people find you if they wanted to
3: oh, well, that's easy. you could just go to iffy waddyway on Twitter and Instagram and uh and and you'll be able to find me or what I'm up to right there,
1: Yeah. Nice. Um. Well, great. Yeah, I hope everybody does that. You know, go do it. Why don't you?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's you can you? find us, as always, probablyscience.com, Twitter at Probably Science, individually at Andy T. Wood, at Jesse Case, and at Matt Kirshen. Probablysciencegmail.com is the email address for any questions, comments, clarifications, stories you would like us to cover. Yeah. And we're also on Facebook slash Probably Science.
1: Hey, and we're going to see all you uh, guys real soon for, I guess, our official 10-year anniversary thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah. You, we were not going to, like, uh, give anything away, but you could probably guess what we might do for that. Um, That's can't right. Believe it. 10 Dolph- years of this.
1: Dolphin clits. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> okay, do so it. back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, offer, uh, offer code probably. Get yourself some uh, manscape stuff. Do it. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.